The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. It is at 3.07 on the Central Coast on this Tuesday, January 17th, 2023. I'm Dave Congleton, welcoming you to another edition of Hometown Radio. Hope you're well. Glad to have you with us this afternoon. We are here all the way until 7 o'clock on this broadcast. Later on this hour, Dr. William Reynolds Ferris is going to join us to talk about the Voices of Mississippi. Very special production coming to the pack on February 1st. We have some free tickets to give away. Uh, Tom Wilmer called in sick, but that's okay. Dr. James Papp will be here during the 4 o'clock hour. Let's talk about what uh, some conservatives are raising, um, shall we say, a ruckus about. Supposedly, there are recommendations to pay $5 million to every African-American in San Francisco. Uh, Dr. Papp is going to dispel that and talk about what really is at stake in that new report. Paul Lewis will be here during the 5 o'clock hour. We'll give him a chance to respond to the segment we had last week about President Biden and the ongoing documents controversy former grover beach mayor debbie peterson at 605 shares her new book and and sometime between now and then we've got a pair of free tickets to give away to see ringo star at vienna robles in june stay with us throughout the afternoon it is the dave congleton show always your hometown radio talk show first up i don't need to remind you what we have been through the last week and a half or so But I thought we would spend some time at the beginning checking in with Rachel Dion. She is with the County Office of Emergency Services. There's so much we want to ask her. Let's start by welcoming her to the show. Rachel, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Dave. Thanks for being with us. Boy, I just tip of the hat to you and the whole team there. What was it like this last week and a half? Um, I think I would describe it in one word as crazy. Um, we had so many staff mobilized um, last week through the night, throughout the weekend, um, just working 24-7 to respond to everything that came up during the storm. Do you work out scenarios? Do they have the, I don't know what they call it, computer, you know what I'm trying to ask you, computer <laughs> models, scenarios, do you practice uh, for this kind of stuff? Um, we work really closely, especially with our public works department, um, especially regarding the levy um, and our reservoirs, um, and they do a lot of mathematical equations um, regarding stream stages and all of that. And we also coordinate really closely with the, med- the weather service. Unfortunately, there is no magical equation that could have told us what was going to happen this week. Yeah, from what I've been reading, the weather uh, experts were off. They underestimated the power of these storms. 
Um, we love the National Weather Service, and we have a great relationship with them. We were doing calls with them in our entire operational area, so our county and the jurisdictions within it in the week leading up to the storms. Um, but we were told about eight inches of rain over a four- to five-day period. We were not expecting to get about eight inches of rain in a 12-hour period. Um, so it was definitely a lot more than what we bargained for. Yeah, and I know you're not Jen, John Lindsay, but do you happen to know off the top of your head, Rachel, how we ended up with rain totals? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Um, that would actually be a good question for John Lindsay. Yeah. Um, I am not sure. I know a lot of places just um, between Monday and Tuesday even saw 8 to 12 inches in some areas. Um, so it was significantly more than what was uh, projected. That's fair enough. I'll take it to that. So um, <laughs> as we chat with Rachel Dion, what's the status today? Uh, evacuation orders seem to have been mm-hmm. lifted everywhere. Yes, all of our evacuation orders and warnings have been lifted, um, so everyone can return to their homes. Um, really, right now, we're kind of still mitigating all of the damage that we had to roadways, getting our infrastructure back in service, and really looking ahead towards that recovery process. Any sense as to the extent of the road damage? Uh, yes, we still have about, for county roads, about 46 roads um, that are still out of service. Um, so still some significant damage um, that we are dealing with. And just from the county perspective, we had um, currently over $18 million just in road damage alone, and that is expected to increase. $18 million. Yes. Huh. Well, a side note, uh, it's my understanding, Rachel, that the Biden administration didn't put San Luis Obispo County on the list for federal aid. Am I correct mm-hmm. about that? Yes, um, yeah, and that is on? not uncommon. So the request that was put in for federal aid was from the period from right before Christmas um, till now. So the counties that have been approved so far were the counties that received extensive damage during those storms we had between Christmas and New Year's. Um, so what we expect will happen will be that our county and the other counties that were affected by the storms this week will be added on. Um, that's not uncommon um, in the world of uh, disaster declarations. So we don't want people to panic. We still expect to be added to that disaster declaration how long might that take um that i do not know hope we should hopefully know very soon yeah so i guess then the question becomes what's the timeline i mean what happens now and where do we go from here with 18 million dollars just in road damage Um, So we've been encouraging the public to report their damages that they received to their property and their homes on our recoverslow.org website. Um, So far, we've had over 800 people report um, damages worth over $30 just in private property damage. Um, We've also had all of our public jurisdictions recording their damages, all of the cities, and turning those into our office. Um, All of that information gets provided to FEMA. So FEMA will actually be coming out early next week. Um, we're going to take them around um, to see all of the damaged properties um, to substantiate basically the damage estimates that we provided to them. And I understand, um, I don't know if he's coming to this county, but I've, I've read that President Biden is going to come to the Central mm-hmm. Coast. Yes, we have heard that President Biden is coming to the Central Coast. We have not heard yet specifically um, if he will be visiting our county. Um, we've been told to stay tuned on. Stay tuned for that. Yeah, so I think this is key. Recoverslow.org is mm-hmm. the website. People should go there. Yes. Why? Yes, we want anyone who sustained property damage to report that. Um, there is a form on Recover Slow 
The reason is we turn all that information into FEMA. So once we receive that major presidential disaster declaration, we are officially eligible to apply for what we call individual assistance. So that is federal financial assistance for individuals who sustained damage during the storm. Um, so that's why FEMA is coming out next week. We're providing them with a list of information everyone has given us, and they're actually going to drive around with us and with the state um, and look at those properties um, for some of the areas that sustained major damage. Um, we're hoping to actually make contact with those homeowners so that they can tell their story uh, to FEMA and hear more about what happened to them. And really, this is to substantiate and, and basically show FEMA that we need this financial assistance for our citizens. Um, and so that will be happening early next week. Just to give you an example, I've been hearing from some of my listeners already. I heard from a woman up in Atascadero whose house is flooded out, and she's covered by Allstate. And guess what? Allstate says she's not covered. They're not going to. They're not going to help her. Yes, that is unfortunately really common. Um, most homeowner insurance policies don't cover floods, and um, the majority of people, I would say, don't have flood insurance. Um, so we are really pushing very hard. Um, in addition to the information we've received, we're submitting photos, we're submitting videos um, to FEMA to really show them that we need this assistance. Um, and to kind of put it into perspective for people, individual assistance is actually historically very difficult to qualify for. The last time that our county qualified for it was the 2003 San Simeon earthquake. Um, so that's why we are really asking everyone to submit their damages so we can provide all of it to FEMA and show them um, that we need this. Is there a deadline for doing that, Rachel? Well, FEMA will be coming out on Monday, so we'd love mm. it this week. However, we want everyone to know if you can't get us to us by then, that's okay. Um, basically, if FEMA decides that we're eligible, then anyone who sustained damage, whether or not you reported it on the form, um, is eligible. So if that happens, we'll push out information to the public on how to apply for these programs. So, um, but if you could get it to us this week, we would love that. RecoverSLO.org is the website mm -hmm. that people should go to. Have you been yes. hearing from a lot of people already? Uh, over 800 and climbing. Well, there's a lot there. If you're just joining us, we're chatting with uh, Rachel Dion. She's with the County Office of Emergency Services, just giving us a sense as to what happens now. And I guess the other part of all this is figuring out, because you've got a local response, a county response, a state response, and a federal response. Mm -hmm. You're all hopefully yes. all working together. But you've got to decide who's responsible for what. Yes, yes. We all work very closely. Um, our reps from Cal OES, the California uh, Governor's Office of Emergency Services, have been co-located at our Emergency Operations Center with us. Um, we have FEMA. We are talking to them um, and all working together. Um, ultimately, though, that individual assistance um, falls under the federal umbrella. Um, and so we're working very closely with them and with the state um, to hopefully become eligible for that assistance. Uh, listeners texting in a question on our Stolberg Tatum text line, and the listener wants to know, so will FEMA actually visit all 800 properties already reported as damaged? So that is what FEMA is telling us, and this is an evolving situation as we coordinate with them, but we talked to them today, and they said that they would like to visit all of those properties. They're sending out multiple teams. Um, and we do also realize for the public, too, that some people, you know, have already cleaned up their damages or, you know, the water damage on the inside of their home might not be visible for the street, and we understand that. Um, that's also why we have photos and videos and other documentation. But, yes, they tell us that they want to visit all of the sites. Do you have a sense yet as to whether or not there was a particular part of the county that took the most damage? 
Um, yes, as far as unincorporated areas, um, Los Osos, the Vista Court neighborhood um, sustained um, quite a bit of damage. That's probably um, our most damaged area in the unincorporated area, um, as well as some homes down near the levee in Oceano. Mm. The other part of this, Rachel, is looking back on the last week and a half and everything that's been done. Uh, how do you how do you think the Office of Emergency Services did? Were you were you ready? Were you prepared? Were you surprised by anything? Did the system break down at all? Um, we were prepared. You know, the week before, we were coordinating with all of our partners. We were doing calls with the National Weather Service. Um, most of our agencies, like fire and law enforcement, um, increased their staffing before the storm. Um, we were prepared within our office. We were coordinating with Public Works. Um, and then the storm that we received um, just ended up being way crazier, for a better term, than we anticipated. Um, so we're really proud of our staff um, and all of our agencies that we worked with. There were so many staff out in the field, whether it be public works or law enforcement, fire, um, out there during the storm. They were reporting back to us. Um, so many of our staff in the Emergency Operations Center. Um, and I really think that even though it threw some surprises our way, um, that we were able to pivot. Um, and we're really proud of our staff for the work that they've done here. So it sounds like the answer to that is yes, you, you did what you needed to do. Um, we feel so. And as yeah, in any good. emergency, though, um, there's always, you know, things that you could look at that could have been improved um, or things you could do differently. So once um, we kind of get into recovery, um, we're going to go back and do an official after action report um, where we'll look at everything that happened and look for, you know, if the future, if there were things that we could have done differently um, or best practices that we learned that we don't have documented in our plans, we are definitely um, going to do that. Yeah, well, that's great, Rachel. Before we let you go, let's just remind folks one last time about recoverslow.org please mm -hmm. yes we please please we beg you if you receive storm damage to your home or property please report it at recoverslow.org there is a form on that website to fill out um, this is the information we'll be providing to fema if you're having difficulty filling out the form please give our office a call our phone number is 805-781-5678 and one of our staff members can assist you in filling out the form if you're having difficulty Rachel, thanks so much for joining us, and uh, please keep us posted. I will. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. All right, we'll be back. You're listening to Hometown Radio. I'm Dave Congleton. KVC News Talk Time is now 323. I'm Dave Congleton. Let's say hi to Craig Hill. Craig, yeah. how are you, sir? So far, so good. You have a good uh, three-day weekend? Oh, yeah. Lounged around a lot. Use rain as an excuse to not do anything. I told you I saw the Elvis movie again. Yeah, I liked it even better the second time. Did you? And learn I know, I, and I know it doesn't it just skims the surface, but I just enjoy listening to the music. Yeah, I don't know what is true in that movie, what's not true. But did you take away something different the second time than you did the first? Um. Well, and I've, I've got a. I'm trying to get my heart guy to come in to talk about all these different heart related issues, but it the was band a, or the, yourself. The 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 idea. I'll ignore that. Um, the the mother, his mother, and now the daughter and Elvis all died early, heart related issues. Mm -hmm. And I'm I want to pursue that with the heart doctor, among other issues. So should we do this? That's kind of exciting. Uh, yeah. 
I thought you were going to transition better from Elvis to the Beatles. No. Like, you know somebody else who was big back then? He's the, still big. The Beatles. Yeah. All right. Well, here's something really big. Uh, Ringo Starr. We're going to try this again. I'm so disappointed. He was supposed to be here, I think, was it last August? And um, he had to cancel because he had COVID. But they're back. They're back. Ringo Starr and his all-star band are going to be at Vina Robles Amphitheater um, June 16th. June 16th. This is a new show. Last show was canceled. Everybody got refunded. Now, here's the important news for you, that this Thursday, tickets go on sale Friday, public sale. But locals can buy tickets uh, this Thursday, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m., with the password PEACE, just P-E-A-C-E. So you can buy tickets, get the good seats this Thursday, go online, use the password PEACE, get the good seats. All week long, Andy and I have tickets we're giving away. Really? Yep, really. I got a pair right now. How would you like to go? On uh, June 16th, the Vina Robles Amphitheater to see Ringo Starr and the All-Star Band. We will send you, if you're calling number 6, 805-543-8830, looking for someone who hasn't won anything from us in the last 30 days, caller number 6. Is going to go to Vina Robles on June 16th for Ringo Starr and his all-star band. If you don't win today, listen tomorrow. You don't uh, win tomorrow, listen Thursday. Don't win on Thursday, listen Friday. And if you don't win at all, get your tickets on Thursday. Before they go on sale to the general public, just type in the password PEACE when you buy your tickets. As the phones explode, glad to know you're out there. But here's our winner for today. It's Jay in San Luis. Hey, Jay. Hey, Dave. How are you? We're good, Jay. Congratulations. Oh, great. Thank you. I was just looking at the set list today of their songs, and I was like, God, I'd like to see all those Beatles songs they play. Yeah. Now, have you seen Ringo before? I have never seen him before. So you haven't even seen the, you haven't seen the Beatles or anything? Nothing. Yeah. All right. All right. So no we... Paul McCartney, nothing. Oh, I saw Paul McCartney a couple years ago. He was incredible. You ever get a chance to see I him? Bet. See him. But uh, we'll see you on June 16th at Vina Robles. And just hold on, Jay, and Craig will make that happen for you. Congratulations. I love giving stuff away. Now, here's a guy. I don't know how old Jay is. He's never seen a beetle. You can't you can't leave this earth without seeing one of the Beatles. Ringo is gonna Ringo's eighty two, you understand what I'm saying. So Thursday, I'd be on that Vina Robles amphitheater typing in the word peace and getting my tickets. Off we go. We've got uh, California headline news and ABC radio news. Craig updates us with time saver traffic and weather together back on the other side with Dr. William Reynolds Ferris. This guy's pretty impressive. We're talking about the voices of Mississippi coming to Cal Poly on February 1st. And guess what? We got more free tickets.
The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kbec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111 911.